Thank you for staying tuned. This is your host, lawyer Stu Jenkins at Slow County Public Policy and the Law, KNews 98.5. And we're speaking this hour again with Saro Rizzo, owner of Cafe Roma and a San Luis Obispo attorney. Saro, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about the upcoming decision by the Board of Supervisors that's been predicted in the news media to be settling with the Slow County Citizens for Good Government who sued the old board to get rid of the redistricting that was done in 2021 for the Board of Supervisors. The Board of Supervisors changed the majority in the last election, and now uh, essentially the new majority is on the same side as, and and certainly were supporting the uh, San Luis Obispo Citizens for Good Government. Uh, and uh, the reporting says that they've agreed to pay the uh, citizens $300,000 in attorney's fees and costs out of the county till, uh, and that they have reached some agreement, though it's not formalized, on doing new districting now after the fact, after after the first districting was done. Can you tell us what the law uh, says about that possibility. Well, yeah, you're correct. Uh, it's covered in the elections code. And uh, yes, as you know, the uh, it was quite contentious, and they had come up with what was named as the, the patent map, I believe. And uh, that was challenged in court. And the claim was that the supervisorial district boundaries uh, violated... Um, the California election code and uh, the process was flawed in which it was drawn up. Uh, they had the right to settle that case under the under the code, but which also means that they need to basically draw up new uh, supervisorial district boundaries. Uh, the question is, how is that done? Basically, the process starts anew and uh, is this uh, is this under the Fair Maps Act? Yes, I believe so. And the question is, uh, I, 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 I subscribed to the newspaper and I read the Tribune the other day and I was a little surprised when the uh, quote uh, of the county council uh, was that the process would take maybe one or two meetings. And that kind of caught my attention because if I remember correctly, um, if they have to go back from scratch and do it all over, the law requires at least four public hearings um, to, in order to draw up a new map. Basically, the intent is to get as much public participation in the process um, in drawing up these maps. So w- would they have to start all over again? Basically, they'll have to start all over again. It might seem repetitious or burdensome, but that's what the law requires. Uh, four public meetings, uh, one before a formal map is proposed, and they have to take public input. One of those, I think, one of those meetings has to take place on a on a weekend, make it accessible so they can get the full part- public participation. At, at which point they can go ahead and uh, vote to adopt uh, a new map, and uh, and that would be it. But of course, any new map would be able to be challenged the same way. The, the patent map was challenged. And it, you, 
it brings back, I think the most difficult question that I see right here is what do you do with the city of San Luis Obispo, which has about 47,000 residents? You know, it's uh, uh, having uh, observed very closely the uh, creation of the map in 2021, um, I did some figuring and it turns out that the city of San Luis Obispo is about 20 people shy by itself of having the full population of a single supervisorial district, one-fifth of the population of the county. And uh, the, the object of the Fair Maps Act, the primary object of the Fair Maps Act, is that every single district be equally populated. Uh, and you, a governmental entity can vary from that a little bit, but that's, that's the primary goal. And then there are other goals uh, set forth in the Act. Can you tell our listeners what uh, some of those priorities are? Well, um, it sets forth uh, a following order of priority. Uh, the first priority is, to the extent practical, the districts must be geographically contiguous. And uh, that's basically to avoid, you know, the, the classic uh, districting where you had, like, uh, the letter I with uh, the top and the back. It's 300 miles long. and uh, or, or run the district down uh, Highway 1 uh, against the cliff uh, between uh, uh, two cities that are separated by, you know, hundreds of miles. Exactly. The, the classic examples that just smacked is, is craziness. Uh, so that's the first thing. I think the, the second uh, criteria that they need to look to in order of priority is, I think, the contentious one, and it'll be problematic here. And it says, to the extent practical, uh, the geographic integrity of any local neighborhood or local community of interest shall be respected in a manner to minimize its division. And, of course, a community of interest is a population that shares common social and economic interest that should be included within a single district uh, for purposes of its effective and fair representation. Uh, and when you look at that, you don't look at the relationships with the political parties, incumbents, or political candidates. Now, that... Uh that's a very important goal, uh, particularly when you have, uh, say, a county like Los Angeles, where there are something like 87 cities, many of them just back-to-back, -back, but um, you may have ethnic populations that are clumped in certain areas that cross city lines. So uh, making sure that those folks have the ability to have representation in a single district uh, makes a lot of sense. Um, but in a county like San Luis Obispo, um, we're not completely homogenous, uh, but uh, we, we have uh, ethnic and cultural groups that are spread widely uh, throughout the district. Um, there's a third... It's funny, community of interest is the second priority, but the third priority is, to the extent practicable, the geographic integrity of a city or census-designated de place, that would be like Los Osos or Baywood, shall be respected in a manner that minimizes its division. Um, I know that in the uh, initial round of motion work, Judge Fetterman was 
uh, asked to rule on certain issues. Uh, the uh, citizens, the SLO County Citizens for Good Government argued that the map um, discriminated, the patent map discriminated against ethnic minorities, uh, particularly Hispanics. Um, they wrote Bob Banta and asked that uh, he intervene. Uh, he, he, by the way, wrote this act when he was in the assembly. Um, and he did not intervene. And the, the court found that there was no um, purpose for discrimination against any ethnic group. And the court also found in its ruling, uh, Judge Fetterman did, that cities in this county could very well be considered communities of interest uh, under the second uh, leg of this particular statute. Um, did the, in the Tribune article, the county council was uh, quoted as saying that uh, somehow the, the court had decided that the uh, plaintiffs would prevail or had a high likelihood of prevailing on another issue. Um, and that was whether or not the map was drawn to favor or disfavor a, a part, political party. Yes. Um, it seems that in the primary ruling of the court, the court thought that that argument uh, had some merit, not on the argument itself, is because if I understand correctly, the Board of Supervisors did not want to take testimony or evidence mm -hmm. uh, as to whether or not... Uh, it would discriminate against a political party or not. Believing, from what I heard, is that they weren't able to make a, de uh, a delineation on that, therefore they didn't want to hear testimony on that. So I think the judge uh, had found that their refusal to take testimony on that aspect was a flaw in the decision-making uh, that led to the ultimate adoption of the patent map itself. Although that was a preliminary ruling. she That was not a... I think, uh, if I remember right, she said it so that it could go to trial on that issue. Exactly. She didn't think it was uh, uh, urgent enough to grant a preliminary injunction and to stop the election that was coming up. Well, folks, uh, you're listening to Slow County Public Policy and the Law here on K News 98.5. Stay tuned for more discussion with lawyer Saro Rizzo about redistricting.